This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Well, after three losses in a row, the bye week seemed really long. I feel like this team hasn't played in about a month right now because you're waiting for them to get back on the field and see if they can be the team that went 16-2 and to finish the last two seasons. They went 7-2 and to finish 2021 and 9-0 and to finish 2022 in the regular season. Um, was it 10-0? and But 9-0 and after the first eight games to finish, to finish yeah. last year. So... That's what you're looking for again. Now, the scheduler is harder. There's a lot of travel going on. But this team, as it stands at five and three, they're still in good shape. Still, Seattle's got a tough schedule. They look awful. I mean, the Ravens are maybe just really, yeah. really good. But yeah. Seattle did not look good. Geno's not as good as he was last year. I'm not worried about the division. I'm not worried about them getting in the playoffs. But I am worried when they get to the playoffs, are they going to be a Super Bowl caliber team? And they have the next nine games to get it going. Yeah, the bye week was really good to the 49ers in terms of the standings. The Seattle Seahawks got absolutely walloped by the Ravens 37 to 3. And as somebody who started Lamar Jackson on my fantasy team, that wasn't even a good Lamar Jackson game. It was just a dominating performance by the Ravens and their defense. Uh, and then obviously everybody else in the NFC West lost as well, but we're not really concerned about the Rams who don't have Matthew Stafford anymore, and the Cardinals, who are about to start the uh, miniature version of a NFL quarterback in Kyler Murray uh, starting this week as well. <laughs> what uh, but, miniature version? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a little mini version, right? He's just a little guy. He's, a little guy. He's just a little guy. He's, he's, he's a, little a little guy. guy. He's a wee man. Yeah. But, but yeah, so it was a good bye week in that regard. Also good news coming out of the bye. Uh, Debo Samuel says he is ready to go. No word on on Trent Williams. Today is Wednesday. Uh, I didn't see any reports on whether Trent Williams practiced today or not. So he did that not. is something he did not. He so, did not. No. But he, but he, he also doesn't. A... Yeah. 
he, he doesn't normally day on Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, granted he's had two weeks off before that plus the bye week so that you could view it as he still wasn't going to practice or not. I don't know. Uh, but we'll have to see. It's just at this point, I'm just ready for them to hit the field to answer a lot of the questions that we have. And I think that's kind of what we're going to focus on here as we move forward is the questions, right? Because Mm -hmm. as we've said before, anytime you talk about this team, or at least anytime you and I talk about this team, we are talking about it through the lens of, is this team a Super Bowl contender? Is this team a, a possible Super Bowl winner? And through the first five weeks of the season, that answer was a resounding yes. Through the next three weeks, that question was a resounding, I oh, I don't know. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just excited to see kind of how things change. Um, if there's more urgency, what this team does, they are a second half team. Are they going to put another second half run together? Uh, there's no reason to think that they can't, uh, but there are some changes that are need to be made and, and, and possibly are going to be made. Uh, and that includes both on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And let's look at some of these questions. So I think the first question is, will the defense become the 49ers defense that we know? And Steve Wilkes is going to go to the sideline. And we'll discuss that. But when you look at what the Niners did yeah. through the first five games, they gave up 13.6 points, points per game, which was the best in the NFL. Now, if you look at the schedule, so, you always say, who, who did you play, right? And you can only play who's on your schedule. But sure. they played Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh in week one. Week one is always fluky, but Pittsburgh has a horrible, horrible offense. Yeah, The Rams put up 23 on them in week two, and, and the Rams did not have Cooper Cup at the time. They were a little bit better than we had anticipated. And then you have 12 against a Giants team that is just absolutely atrocious offensively. Even with without Daniel Jones, without with without Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Awful on offense. And then you you play the Cardinals, who are terrible at 16 points. So I don't know they got tested in the first four games. Now, game five, the Cowboys are a good football team. I don't think yeah. the Cowboys are an upper echelon football team like what we thought the Niners were. Maybe they still are. The Eagles, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Ravens, I don't think they're that kind of team. But they are a good football team. The Niners absolutely have their number and they trounced them, and they only gave up 10 points. But the past three games are where these issues have creeped in. Um, And I saw Mm -hmm. some stats today. They're up to 24 points per game over the last three, and that's 24th in the NFL. They're allowing 395 yards a game. That's 30th. For a team with with those stars, that's insane. Uh, Their defensive EPA is negative 5.5, which is 31st, and they only have four takeaways, which is 13th. And they've turn the ball over seven times. So, so that's, that's the big difference too. They'd only turn the ball over twice over the first five games or whatever it was, two, three times. So now what they're trying to do to jumpstart this defense, I, 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 I guess is moving Steve Wilkes to the <laughs> sideline. So you have Kyle Shanahan who kind of called him out after the Vikings yeah. game about the coverage at the end of the half. You don't normally see head coaches kind of do that, but, he did. So there's definitely some, it just feels like he's just in trouble, Steve Wilkes. That's the vibe that I get. Like he's yeah. in trouble with Kyle Shanahan. And now the next thing, because he's in trouble, is you got to come from the down from the booth onto the field so he can talk to the players and communicate with the linebackers. And, and, and Shanahan said, I wanted him to be down and near our players. That's the way we've had it with the linebacker communication in the past. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, why didn't you, if, if yeah. this was needed or what, why are we doing it now? Was mm-hmm. it a thing where you're just like, ah, I don't like that you're in the booth, but if we perform, we'll deal with it. Yeah. Is this just a reactionary thing? Has this been talked about? I don't know. I don't think it matters where he is. I think what matters is that these they either adjust the scheme to the player's strengths. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you have to do. I don't think the players are going to miraculously be like, oh yeah, this this works for us. And hope that some of the, you know, Chase Young can provide a spark. But more than anything, Brian, they have to tackle. 30 yeah. missed tackles or 30 plus whatever it's been in the, in the past three weeks. For a team that has Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and Hufunga, and some of these guys on the back end to be missing that many tackles is insane. So that's the first thing that has to happen is fundamentals. They have the fundamentals. Yeah. Hopefully the scheme balances in with the players. And you could start to get a resemblance of the 49ers defense that we expect to see. Yeah, it you know the the whole sideline thing is weird to me. Um, I've I've heard other people again smarter people than me when it comes to football analysis, specifically schematic analysis, talking about the the biggest issue for this 49ers defense is uh, a lot of miscommunication on the back end and a lack of uh, marriage between the coverage and the pass rush. I don't know what steve wilkes going down to the sidelines is going to do to fix those things and not only that but if you didn't like the way that he was calling games from the booth which is where he preferred to be which we can say because that's where he was right if he preferred to be on the sideline he would have been there already Mm -hmm. and now you're moving him down to the sideline where he's less comfortable and if it's a communication well when you when you coach the defense from the sidelines, you're still relying on somebody up in the booth to communicate with you what the you know what the offense what you know what package they're 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 bringing out to the field like all of that stuff right and I think that's probably why Wilkes liked to be up there was that it gave him a bird's eye view for him to be able to call his plays and just because that's how you've had it in the past doesn't mean that that's going to work with Steve Wilkes and and it certainly seems like to a certain extent, a last ditch effort in terms of trying to make this hire work. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens. But, you know, I think more than Steve Wilkes coming to the sideline, and you kind of said it, you know, it gets back to fundamentals, all of that. And I agree. But mm-hmm. more than that, it 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 comes down to the players and it comes down to the the players on defense are going to be the ones that lead this team back to the performance that we are used to seeing. Uh, it's the leadership from guys like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and Dre Greenlaw and Eric Armstead and, uh, you know, Talano Hufunga and Tayshawn Gibson and and all of that. It's it's going to be it, it's going to come down to the players. And and I think that this team, uh, especially on that side of the ball, is too talented and too experienced to continue to play at the level that we saw the last three weeks. And so I'm I'm pretty confident that that we are going to see. Uh, an uptick in that defensive performance and and again maybe just getting chase young 
uh, is is the you know kind of the the jump start that they need.